All right, that was a little 8-bit Jolene by Chris. Do you have an answer? This is a two-part uh, answer. It's either Dolly Parton or Miley Cyrus. You're correct on both. You know what I was going to say? I was going <laughs> to... My hint, you would have got it on one if I said it was by the greatest set of boobies in all of country music. Toby Keith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know that... Uh, hey, well, hold on a second. This is best friend of me. I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Johnny Castana. I don't like when you use your <laughs> real name. All right, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Did you know that uh, Miley Cyrus is uh, Dolly Parton's goddaughter? Or god... Goddaughter, yeah. Actually, I did. You I did? I did know that. Yeah. You know what? Dude, Miley Cyrus... I'm okay she, with her now. Yeah, she's, I mean, a good singer. I love her Jolene cover. Um, yeah, you know what? She kind of has, has her head on her shoulders. and Now. she. Yeah. I think she's done whipping her tits out. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and smoking weed all the time on camera. Uh, but, she, but that was Dolly Parton, Chris. We're going with Dolly Parton. Cause she's, okay, Dolly Parton. That actually was my favorite song as a little kid. I don't remember it. And my parents tell me, like, if they drove somewhere and the radio was on and that song came on, <laughs> we had to wait until it was finished. <laughs> Dude, you know what I always wonder about that song? Because Dolly was such a smoke show when that song came out. Who the fuck is Jolene that she's worried about, dude? Can you just imagine? Well, there was a meme going around. So it was a still from when Dolly Parton was in the best little whorehouse in Texas mm-hmm. where she's wearing. Like, Go on. <laughs> She's wearing like a little slutty outfit and they're like, man, what the hell was Jolene packing? <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway. All right. Well, uh, we got a lot to talk about. We weren't uh, back as quick as we promised. Really? How long has it been? It's been, it's been, we're coming up on a month. On a scale of one to Laker chicken giving a shit. For not recording, where are we? I just heard, like, two people came up to me on the mat this morning, and were like, hey, when are you gonna... Richard. Yeah. Richard gave a shit. Who else? Um, Kingsley? I Yes, Kingsley. Kingsley. All right. Yeah. And I said, oh, we're actually recording today. Um, yeah, we do have a lot. We've I've actually spent far too much time with you. Dude, we've outside of the house. I know. <laughs> not recording. Like, what's going on? It's, uh, it's been, it's been you, myself and your wife, Jamie. Third wheel. Jamie, AKA our third wheel. Yeah. We don't mind that Jamie comes along. <laughs> uh, we just, we just supplied Jamie with a lot of white claws and she has a great time. <laughs> uh, so the first thing we went to was Jacob Noel doing a tribute or, uh, uh, actually a benefit, to- um, singing his dad's songs. Which I guess he's never done before. I think we talked about it on the last episode. Did we? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, all right. But Scratch that then. Uh, then flash forward to... Slightly Stupid. Slightly Stupid. Johnny um, still has it and got I, backstage passes. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, I used to work for, like, big clothing companies and sunglass companies. So that stuff kind of just came with the territory. But when you've been out of the game for a good 15 years and you're just calling up on friendship, I was like, we could, you know, the way I, the way I presented to you and Jamie is like, there could be one ticket waiting at the, at the gate for me, or there could be four, there could be lawn seats, or there could be full VIP access backstage passes. I mean, someone else might be totally bummed if there weren't enough tickets in my mind i was like well we tried all right let's go home that's why i didn't invite any girls <laughs> except i didn't want to be completely except, embarrassed at the, uh, at the oh at a girl the you want i was like well what's jamie <laughs> uh yeah you don't want i mean you're trying to get laid but it but it did uh it did the show was so good it was good i had a good time i like being that was the first time i've ever been back backstage yeah what so what'd you think not all the uh cocaine and strippers like you've painted in your head about backstage it's more uh security guards sitting on uh sitting by guitar cases i don't think i could ever go out and be among the peasants ever again <laughs> yeah, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've gone i've gone over the velvet rope i'm never going back i can tell what a good time you had right now because you have your arms crossed as you're thinking about 
the best time of your life. Hey, you know what? <laughs> yes, my arms were crossed. Uh, so we've been doing that, the joke online where it's like you and Jamie all laugh and Jamie's like pounding a white cloth. Ja- Jamie always has uh, a, some form of alcohol in her hand and is drinking it. I'm always just smiling and you always have your arms folded. Arms crossed and scowling. N- and not smiling. But the thing is, if people could see, like, I'm always laughing. I'm like, hold on, do it again. Let me, <laughs> let me do it again. No smiling. And I do the scowl. The only thing is, uh, I think people really believe that. <laughs> yeah, dude. People I mean, are- I think people are like, wow, Chris is like, geez, what a dick. We always post, Chris is having the time of his <laughs> life. And then there's like comments from people that aren't in on the joke. Like, um, it doesn't look like your friend's having that good of a time right now. Yeah, I don't think he likes it. <laughs> So it's, you it's know, funny. you know what? That's a joke for three people that think it's, hilarious. I know it's an inside joke <laughs> and we all think it's hilarious. All right. So we did slightly stupid. And then, then Dr. Warren, Dr. Warren from Dawn Patrol, hey. who is like the head medical, I mean, what do you call him? Just the medical he's, doctor he's, for one championship. Yeah. Like for like when someone gets hurt and stuff and a doctor goes in the ring, he's in charge of all them. He's in charge of he safety. Call the fights. If he's like, no, yeah. this person's hurt, you know, no way they can't medically. I'm not going to clear him to continue fighting. We know the gnarliest fight doctor in the game. Yeah. Uh, I think Warren could beat up stitches <laughs> or stitch. Uh, so Warren Called us up, I mean, freaking last, it was last week, right? Yeah. Just the day before and was like, hey, we're doing one championships, doing a presser in LA to announce the deal they just signed with Amazon Prime. And hey, you want to come? And I was like, well, yeah. (laughs) And he was like, should I invite Johnny? And I was like, no. Yeah, of course you guys said that. (laughs) And he was like. No, I'm going to get some for Johnny. Oh, fine. <laughs> so we went out. No, it was cool. Dude, big deal. Like it was, uh, they set it, it, it was set up uh, right across the street from Staples Center or no, Crypto. N- Novo, the Novo Theater. Yeah. Uh, it, it couldn't have been cheap. No, they had, the, the theater was super nice. Um, and they were basically showcasing the talent. And like one used, was always, I mean, they're huge. They're like bigger than the UFC in Asia. And, but their fights for us down here are like what? Like six in the morning or like, yeah, it's really, really hard to like, well, it's also kind of hard to find them. Yeah. Cause for a while they were doing it. He was like, oh, they're on TBS or whatever. Yeah. And then I don't know if they stopped doing that. So I'm really excited. They're on Amazon prime because Amazon prime, they announced they're going to do 11 fights a year. They have tons of people, like, do you remember when Ben Askren came to the UFC? And that was part of a trade between the two companies. And and they got Mighty Mouse, who, let's face it, no one could beat in the UFC. Every time he was fighting, people stopped watching because they're like, he's going to go five rounds, and he's going to win, and nothing's going to change ever. And then... Cut to him going to one, and the guy, there was another guy like Mighty Mouse, and I can't remember his name, and I'm sorry, but he ended up, like, knocking out Mighty Mouse, and now they're announcing the big rematch that's happening in August, and I can't wait to see that fight. Yeah, he's going to be pissed. Yeah, well, they introduced, (laughs) the press conference, they introduced Mighty Mouse, and then it was basically what was said was, and now the guy that knocked out. (laughs) I know, and you know what? Mighty Mouse kind of handled it a bit. We were right there in this, and he was like. His face was like, what what the the hell? Fuck, I'm right here. (laughs) Is it Demetrius Johnson? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sounds right to me. Whatever, Mighty Mouse. Who and cares? and they had uh, they had Mikey. Oh, Mus- dude, you know what? I realize I've been saying his name wrong the entire time because the the guy from one championship was like Musakshaka <laughs> or something weird, and I was like, oh, dude, I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> they had Rad. Uh, was it Musini Mikey? M- 
I don't know. You guys know who I'm talking about. People that know jiu-jitsu know exactly who I'm talking about. Johnny was talking to him on the way in, and Johnny was like, yeah, we do a podcast. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was just on Joe Rogan. We're like, yeah, our podcast is not like that. (laughs) That's like saying, here's my girlfriend. They're like, oh, have you met my wife, Giselle? (laughs) (laughs) The number one podcast in the world. Yeah, no, Mikey was super cool, and I, I was like, hey, are you on a, are you on Daisy Fresh's team? And he's like, yeah, yeah, they're all my friends. And I'm all, you didn't live there and train there, did you? And he's all, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where do you train? He's all, I train in, uh, he, he trains in, Vegas is his home. And what was the other one? Singapore or something? Singapore, yeah, yeah. Sing- he goes back and forth between Sing- Singapore and Vegas. Now they signed with one champion. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we go that, we go up there and that was cool. And we're driving home, and we had some extra tickets. Uh, it was Skid Row playing at the Pacific Amphitheater. Hey, don't fucking forget Warren. <laughs> I, I, you know, actually, I was bummed because the opening band was Quiet Riot. Yeah. And I'm kind of bummed we missed them. But uh, so normally, Johnny and I are kind of like similar in the sense of like, we can do like one thing during the day. We can do one thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, you want to go up to the presser? Sure. Do you want to do something else? No. And I want to go home. And if it was presented to us that we we're going to go all the way to LA and, and then go to the Orange County Fair and watch a concert, I would, that would have been a hard no yeah, for me. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So in, we ended up on a fluke going to Skid Row. Time of our lives. Dude, they <laughs> killed it. Now, we were a little bit, at first, we're like, I don't know how this is going to be because, you know, Sebastian Bach is not in Skid Row anymore. And uh, so they got the, it's like the movie Rockstar. They got this kid singer that sounded exactly like Sebastian Bach, like in his, in his heyday. Dude, that kid had some pipe. He sounds more like Sebastian Bach than Sebastian Bach sounds like Sebastian Bach. Man, he, I mean, he has like early 20s, maybe. Hit every note. Dude. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was really, I had a good time. I had the time of my life. <laughs> Arms crossed. You can go on the Instagrams. And, then, uh, I think I think Chris's wife, Jamie, has some video of Chris singing I Remember You at the top of no, his no, lungs. No. Both of us <laughs> yeah. singing yeah. it. People expect it from me. Dude, what are you talking about? I'm known for my voice. <laughs> I am known. Spent the summer hey, with my hey. top row down. Hey, they don't call me Chris Frontman for nothing. Uh, they, oh yeah, no, the video, and I immediately told Jamie, I'm like, that will never see the light because I'm sure I'm not in tune. But we were belting it, dude. That dude, even the Warren, the Warren played the song Heaven, dude. Heaven isn't too far away. <laughs> I loved it, dude. It was all my metal rock. Uh, I uh, No, that was good. That was good. And then, hey, we got something else. Dude, Amanda Nunez, the Saturday. Oh, I know. She's going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, yeah, you're having a, it's, and you, uh, you're going to fight for your birthday, right? Yes. So you're turning how old? Don't worry about it. I know that you will be older than me. And I cannot wait to walk around and let everyone know you're a year older than me. For four and a half months. Chris is a year older than me. <laughs> I, will, I will say your birthday age, and I'll tell them my age. And, and that's just how it's going to play out for the next four months. Four and a half months. <laughs> you know I what? Mean, you're practically 50, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so are you. <laughs> you know what? I really thought my life would be different at 50 <laughs> when I envisioned it. I, yeah, but, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, let's be honest. Who would have thought we would live to 50? I do. No one. Nobody. I wouldn't put money on me. Nope. Not the way I was running and gunning my 20s. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what else, Chris? Oh, hey, this is the big one. We've been saving the best for last. Well, no, we're not. This is probably not what you're thinking of there. I, uh, I have on here that. I am a also a published author now. Oh shit! Yeah, I wasn't thinking it. This is not what I was <laughs> talking about. Uh, I uh, I wrote a little little fan letter to Deadly Class, 
and they published it in the fan mail section of their last issue. We're both comic book writers. <laughs> you know, I'm still waiting for Penthouse Forum to publish my stories, but I don't know. If I never been... thought it could happen to me. <laughs> there I was <laughs> at the laundromat. Okay. Uh, no, but like. I felt like a proud nerd father. <laughs> I mean, it's my favorite comic book of all time. And I told Donovan, I said, do you, hey, you, you think I should write them a letter and see if we can get our name, see if we can get the letter published? And dude, first try, first try. And it, it named uh, Johnny Mohawk and Donnie Darko in the, in the letter. No one calls you Johnny Mohawk. Everyone did when I got sober, Chris. No one calls you Johnny Mohawk. I, do you want to call my sponsor right now and no, find out? No, 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 because. Do you not but, remember my Cadillac? What was the license yeah, plate? I don't know. Jay Mohawk. That's <laughs> yeah. No one calls you that. Yeah, everyone. Hey, I'm going to sign my name. Chris Big Dick. <laughs> yeah. See, Chris, but I didn't make it up. Someone gave me. I had a, I had a mohawk for a long time, Chris. And I. <laughs> had a big stick in your mouth. <laughs> All right. So the one I was talking about. Uh, Full Metal Jiu-Jitsu? Way to step on it. Yeah. They, apparently, they have a Dawn Patrol now. Yes. And, and, and Juggs does not seem happy about it. Dude, he was bitching the whole ride in there. <laughs> He's like, the fuck do people... Wake up this early and do jujitsu. And you know what? He looked like he was late too. And Jugs, based on what you write on your own page, if you're late, you need to have a sense of urgency and get on the mat and get into warm ups. Do like as every, I say, not as I do, like, mate. Like everyone else. <laughs> Practice what you preach. Uh <laughs> yeah, he was grumbling. But you know, in his defense, I woke up this morning at five fifteen. I set my alarm for five thirty. And I laid there for 15 minutes going, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> I got my black belt. I got my black belt. And today was our year anniversary of having our black belt. Yeah. And, uh, so Jamie actually said today, congratulations on your one year black belt. So I'm kind of hoping. Wow. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping, I mean, I might get a blowjob tonight. You have to put your black belt on before. <laughs> Done. <laughs> You call me professor. You know what, though? I am pretty proud of, proud of that because of the fact, well, first of all, I didn't go to college, so what else am I going to celebrate? But um, the fact that a lot of people get their black belts and we never see them again. Yeah, they kind of... It's look. like, oh, I finally did it, and then they just fade away, and we're too dumb to not keep going. So Graham told me initially when we... when So a year ago today, he was like, dude, getting it fucks with your head. Like, cause you're going to go, hold on. Why am I doing this? Like I got my black belt. What am I still training for? And he's like, just ignore it. And so for a year we've ignored it. Uh, but I have found like back in the day, if I missed a day in a week, You'd I would make do, it up, make it up. It's like, I gotta do makeup. Yeah. We don't do that. Either. Uh, no. <laughs> and I have zero guilt. You're like, oh, looks like it was a two day down patrol week. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Hey, on this episode, we are going to do top five things that we hate about our fans because we I felt like there were a couple. The last episode was top five resentments and both of us had something about our fans. So we realized we had a lot more with our fans. Yeah, it's, I, I just put like top five uh, complaints from our fans. Yeah. Which we will have some retaliation. Oh, no, yeah. No, it is complaints. I said things we hate our fans. Yes. It's top five complaints from our fans. Don't need to alienate our fans, Chris. <laughs> our tens of fans. Yeah. Uh, and then we are going to discuss the Hulu series, The Bear. Yes. Which you made me and relentless. Everybody. It's hot. So hot mm. right now. My the expectations bear. were super high. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, we're going to recommend some shit. You know what you're recommending? I do. Actually, I know what I'm going to recommend, Ooh. but I'm going to pull a Johnny because I'm not done with it yet. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I, I know everyone, you know what? Uh, my brother, Billy does that thing to me now. Oh, I'm going to pull a Johnny recommend. I haven't seen it yet, but the trailer looks good. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, Hey Chris, we do have a call right now from the smack back line. Oh my. You have not heard this. All right. Actually, I haven't heard any of them before you just played it. Yeah, what's the fun in that? 
Should we take? Should we get the show started and we'll do it right before the top five? Sure. Let's do that. All right. So let's get the show started. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we salute you on this day, you savages. Ha! What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. All right. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. You know, Chris, before we do the top five, we do have a call from the smackback line. And let me play it for you. Hi, best friends. This is Oshin calling, a uh, longtime caller, first time listener here. Uh, wanted to call and just ask, you know, you guys used to have these great segments like Comic Book Head Time or whatever it was called, but so far you just talk about shows that you guys watch. And let's just admit, like, you watch a lot of television. I still have not caught up on anything for the past six months. Uh, and you guys just keep recommending stuff. Would love if you could actually recommend. Some good movies, um, good comic books, maybe some good music. Music that's been playing recently really hasn't been up to par, if you ask me. And I'm a doctor, so I would know. But you guys are doing a decent job. I appreciate you putting out a podcast once every three, four months. Um, but at the same time, if you could do a little bit more often and also bring back some guests, like Coach Jess, Professor Jess, sorry. Uh, we still call him that, Chris, even though he no longer trains jujitsu. Still a professor in our eyes. Uh, but yeah, if you could bring him back on and maybe even do a surprise guest with Kenji. You know, I'm not sure if that guy's still alive or not, but we'd love to hear from him because just listening to you two, it's pretty boring stuff. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Wow, Oshin's a dick. Okay, first of all, that's not Oshin. That's <laughs> that's Josh, aka Tightbutt, using the <laughs> alias Oshin. Uh, yeah, well, first off, uh, we did invite Kenji to come back. He's just lost. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's supposed to come over three episodes ago. I think he's still driving over here. Professor Jeff, um, hey, if someone could get us his new cell phone number, because apparently we have the wrong one. Yeah, dude, I have, I left him a message the other day. I haven't got a call back yet. But I texted him the other day. We do, I think he's ghosting best frenemies. We do love Prof. Jeff. Yeah. So if you if he hears this or somebody listens and knows him, have him give us a call. And then the other point I would like to address is Johnny watches a lot of television. I do not. <laughs> I do not. Yeah. Uh, Johnny is the one who. What are you logging today? Sixteen hours? No, dude. I got stuff, dude. <laughs> what? I got things. <laughs> I got things. You're such a fucking liar. All right. This is top five. Top five complaints from our fans. Johnny, what's your number uh, five? Yeah. Well, well apparently, <laughs> O'Sheen had a lot to say. <laughs> Type, but... All right. My top five complaints. Oh, you guys should have a, a YouTube channel. Get that one a lot. We have faces for radio. <laughs> well, if we if anybody knows how to, to do that for us, because it's already, we can barely edit and get it up there. I'd love to talk to a video guy. I would be more than willing to do that. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, all right, my number five is Johnny only does the podcast to get laid. Okay, first of all, Chris, and this is this goes for the new listeners, the new female listeners. I take big offense to that. You know that I saved my son from a fire and my wife didn't make it and I'm a widower and I don't want to bore the new female listeners with this. So if you would like to email me at bestfrenemies69 at gmail.com, I would be happy to, uh, to talk to you about it. Hashtag no fat chicks. 
<laughs> oh god. Alright, what's your number four? <laughs> number four. <laughs> now, this this is uh, this is screaming uh brother Billy, but you guys need to make money off of this. And my answer to that is, yeah, no shit. <laughs> you think you think we're happy doing this by ourselves? Uh for for just kicks? I mean you know what? 70 episodes now just for kicks. Yeah, well, we just don't know when to quit. Is there a rehab for uh, podcasting? Fuck, we should go. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> we should go. All right, my number four, bring Tynan back. Oh, I get that a lot. People love the, Tynan. It's like it's not, it's, not the, it's not enough that he's the number one pound-for-pound jiu-jitsu champion in the world. I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah we're gonna bring tynan back we're gonna bring tynan back with uh coach cole abate yeah so they're just gonna gang, they're gonna annihilate us gang up on us hey but you know what this is our mac chris <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what they're gonna. we're Dude, undefeated you're never gonna see us coming <laughs> all right what's your number three number three is <laughs> i wrote uh, something, 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 mate. <laughs> that's a, that's a full metal jujitsu just giving a shit. All still to this day, give a shit, and they only have four episodes out. We yeah, would, I mean that's kind of like me giving shit to people <laughs> for not showing up to Dawn Patrol while I'm fucking missing days. <laughs> you know, you would think I would have some sort of like. You know, I feel like a hypocrite, but no, <laughs> I'm still going to give him shit. Uh, all right. My number three, it's only good if you two argue. Well, that's fucking true. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's your number two? Get this one a lot. You guys really need a fact, a fact checker on your show. Um, See, that sounds like another Billy. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. We just hit record. We don't even know what we're saying. And, uh, yeah, sometimes... Uh, I used to give you shit for not, like, <laughs> checking stuff and putting the years yeah. in and stuff. And now I just, I don't Yeah, do we have no notes. And we just kind of go back. Because, you know what's funny is that came about because there was an episode neither one of us prepared. Yeah for anything and people are like dude that was like your best episode <laughs> so we took that as oh let's not prepare it's a better episode <laughs> and, and we've done 70 episodes of that <sighs> yeah all right uh my number two why don't you ever do top five lists on books why is that um because johnny's dyslexic <laughs> <laughs> and book on tape is only cool when i have a job and i'm driving around all day Oh yeah, I've learned. Be, I would I've, do that. I've tried to do book on tape, like you know, Audible, like at my house. Mm -hmm. But there's so much great TV on. <laughs> so, so I, hey, these 16 hours aren't gonna log themselves, dude, dude. I can hear words, or I can hear words with pictures, Chris. With pictures. Do you want to read porn, or do you want to look at porn, Chris? <laughs> I like both. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's your number one? Oh, number one is, when are you going to lose that grumpy guy and go solo? <laughs> Who's that? They're talking about you, Chris. What? I challenge. I'm not grumpy. <laughs> Chris, your arms are folded right now. They're always folded. Time of my life. Hey, <laughs> I have sex. My arms are folded. <laughs> uh, your show sucks and you don't record enough. <laughs> Uh, no, they don't say suck. Uh, yeah, the one we get shit for not recording enough. I think people would like if we recorded at least twice a month. Yeah, I would like to record twice a month. Yeah, we. It's not always you. Sometimes, sometimes it's me. It's what, mostly. What do you mean? Well, you have to say it's, it's not always it's, me. It's mostly you. <laughs> <laughs> you argue like a woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think it's funny. That I mean, because I have a job. You've worked two weeks in the last two years. Right? Right? Something like that. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. Hey, Chris. 
time of my life. <laughs> I'm having the time of my life. All right. That was our top five complaints from our fans. I'm sure we'll hear more. You know your body's fucking over with Because you're smoking joints and you're rolling splits And tell me what you think I ought to think of this So won't you pull out your sock I said oh you will be missed Seeing a Mr. Officer come charge me all the time You got me for possession but I swear that it's not mine No matter what you do or say It's bound to come right back this way And if you want a moment's peace This is what you'll say Now it's time for the uh, meat and potatoes portion of our show, even though we did a lot of banter. Um, we Today we're talking about the show The Bear on, what is it? Hulu. F- is it FX and Hulu? I think it is. Yeah. I mean. And it's, it's starring, uh, it stars like the kid that was the oldest, the oldest son on Shameless. Oh, I haven't seen Shameless. Yeah, he played Lip on, on Shameless. Did your music just start playing? Yes, because I had to play that message. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, he was a world-famous chef, and his brother committed suicide and died and left him a diner in Chicago, would you say? Yeah, and it goes back to, you know, it was like a, in the family forever, and he's trying to make it work. Yeah, and it's, and it's uh, the, you know, diner's on its last legs. It's not... What is it? It's like a beef. It's like a sandwich shop. Yeah. And so he's trying to infuse some like gourmet Cul- shit. Culinary chef action and with the uh, with the with the chef requirements in the back kitchen. And this is a, these people are not uh, not very willing at first to uh, play no, along. No, people don't like change. So this is the thing coming to this series. Johnny was hitting me with like, dude, you gotta watch it. Watch the first two episodes. You're gonna love it. I've heard probably from got a, coming for you, dude. Got a helicopter a landing on your roof right now? Yeah, we actually I forgot to tell you. We got a helicopter. You got a helipad? Sick. Uh, they I've heard from probably six or seven different people how good the bear was. So my expectations were through the roof. Um It was good. I recommend it, but I was like expecting it to be like breaking bad, Ozark. Okay. Good. Uh, well, th- let's talk about the show itself makes you feel like throwing up every episode with the stress that is involved. So watching that, I've never worked in a kitchen. Yeah. Um, and so I was asking, I asked Oshin today, I was like, have you worked in a kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's exactly and, like that. I've worked in kitchens, dude. dude. There's nothing about that job that looks appealing. To no, me. it's horrible, dude. That's why there's so much drinking and drug use. I I mean Between. the stress the like oh I didn't get the right order I needed beef I got pork yeah. like we don't have like we fucking burnt something like cutting yourself dropping shit yeah I the uh, the, it, the delivery man has the order wrong it is a high stress job dude and the the more you work your way up in the kitchen the more stress when you scheduling and nobody fucking showing up and. Dude, it's a nightmare. There was an episode where, I mean, I won't go into it, but uh, they essentially got something happened. And so they just got tons of orders. And dude, it was so stressful. Like watching it, (laughs) I felt anxiety. Like it was like, dude, there's no way. 
And then the episode ended and it's like I took a breath and it was like, oh. Every, every episode makes you feel panicked. And so, I think that's why you have a problem with it. But I, I loved it. And it got... You to keep moving the microphone? <laughs> I love throwing shit Johnny says back at him. <laughs> uh... So it got picked up for a second season. Yes. So there will be a, a second season. Oh, and it's got Maddie uh, Matheson. Funny enough, the only guy that's a real chef on the show doesn't play a chef. Who? The Maddie Matheson. You know the guy that's always fixing this stuff on the show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that Ruka makes all the t-shirts, Maddie's patties. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's a real chef. And he just... Wa- really? He, he was hilarious. Yeah. I love his character. Yeah. And he's... The- He kind of reminded me of Stingray. Like, he's their Stingray. Yeah, no, exactly. And he's a real chef in real life. And he, That's You funny. know, you've seen his stuff at Ruka and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so, no, I recommend it. I just, you know, I, I hate having expectations about shit that I'm going to watch because it's just, if you go into it, you know, hey, I'm just going to watch it. We'll check it out. And then you're pleasantly surprised. But no, I liked it. It was good. No, and I and I really feel that like everybody in life should have to work for a year or two in the service industry just so when they get out, they don't treat people like shit in the service industry. You know, I don't understand the people in life who want to give somebody shit. Yeah, like a waiter, like just being a dick. To a waiter or waitress? Like, yeah, most of them just got out of church. <laughs> Dude, like, and they go to Applebee's and give a bunch of people shit. I'm like, I don't. I mean, it's like, hey, if I'm paying, I expect this. And like, yeah, and cut this out and this, send this back. This is cold. This is warm. Yeah. yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. And then on top of that, you have Yelp, because I've worked in the restaurant industry since Yelp was around. And the whole time you can just see it unfolding as some bitch is like complaining about staff and you're like, yep, there she goes to her car to write in Yelp that I'm going to have to hear about my, from my management yeah. about this complaint. And then the, what do you have to do? You have to go and kiss their ass and, have them. and, and maybe take it off the review or dispute the review. Dude, it's a nightmare. Yelp fucking sucks. Cause when have you ever had a good meal and been like, you know what? I think I'll go on Yelp now and just say what a lovely group. It's always when someone's pissed off. It's bullshit. Squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah. Uh, anyway, The Bear on Hulu. And FX. Check it out. Uh, do you recommend it, Chris? Yeah, I said I recommend it. Okay. All right. But you know what? I don't like recommending anything you recommend to me because I feel like you... See, my phone is all over the place right now, Chris. <sighs> Relax. Yeah, I might be the grumpy old Pe- guy. People sound alarms, Chris. But you are like, this episode, technology, it just has you baffled right people now. People call me Johnny Tech, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's my next license plate. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you get a big head if you recommend something and I like it. And you're like, hmm. Like this arrogant, like, yeah, you should listen to me. I know good shit. Then you'll recommend something like total clanker. Oh, yeah? And I bring you back down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The bear. We recommend it.
Dude, you were laughing like a minute before you hit record. Dude, that one's just for me. I love it when Chris comes back and hits me with a hey. But uh, Kingsley apparently has been doing that catchphrase <laughs> as he drives by us. Hey. <laughs> and the first time that happened, it was an accident. I didn't mean to do it. But uh, anyway, okay, recommendations. My recommendation, I so I'm pulling a Johnny and I'm not done with it. But I'm so confident I'm gonna recommend it. This is the pulling a Johnny shit, dude. That's my complaint. Uh, it's called "Let It Blurt: The Life and Times of Lester Bangs, America's Greatest Rock Critic" by <laughs> Jim. I'm gonna screw up the last name, but Derogatus. Uh, I just found it on a fluke. He's a drunken buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I paid. Dude, it is incredible. That is so good. And I had no idea that actually hey. Lester Banks just stumbled into being a rock critic. Yeah. Tell, like, tell people where they'd know Lester Banks from. He was uh, well, almost famous. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman portrayed him in him almost famous. He was the mentor to uh, uh, the protagonist. And uh, I mean, he was great. Yeah. I mean, but that really is him. That's Lester Banks. And. Apparently, for like a year, he was just fucked up on cough syrup. Uh, yeah. Dude. Like, I mean, really, I mean, drank it constantly. Uh, yeah, and he was big into drugs. And like, he was just kind of, I mean, quite frankly, I think he's my spirit animal. Because <laughs> he's kind of a dick. And he would take that out in his music reviews. But the thing about him that I do like that's endearing is if he, like, crushed someone and I mean, like, they're horrible, the worst. If he changed his mind, he would go back and say, hey, I was wrong. Like, they put out a new album. It is fantastic and blah, blah, blah. But he worked for Rolling Stone and he got fired by Jan. Uh, yeah, the, the owner. Uh, Warner. What's his name? Warner. Jan Warner. Yeah. Uh, because he was too mean to uh, the artist, the rock star. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, he felt he was too mean to him. And I guess what did it is he did a negative review of the album Canned Heat. Okay. And apparently... <laughs> uh, I'm going up the country. Go, I want to go. <laughs> that's that's it, Canned Heat. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was Bob Seger. Uh, he... And apparently his boss was friends with the band and was like, yep, you're gone. Oh. So he went off and uh, worked for Cream Magazine, moved to Detroit. Uh, but the, it, it's fantastic. And he was, oh, the, and the big part, which I didn't know, he was raised Jehovah's Witness. Like his mother, wow. hardcore Jehovah's Witness. And he... Went to church. He was supposed to give like a talk. I kind of get the impression it was almost like a bar mitzvah or something, you know? And he basically was just like, this place, you're all fucked in church. Oh, wow. So he got kicked out and ostracized. And so no one would talk to him. Uh, but anyway, yeah, let it blurt. It's fantastic. All right, Johnny, what you got? I actually do want to read that oh, one. Oh, I know you'll read that one because you only read books about has something to do with music, music. <laughs> well see that's the thing that's why we like almost famous because it has it's the music for the you yeah and it has writing for me yeah that's it, that's it. it's like so the, they need to do more movies like that and more books like that exactly <laughs> all right well hey chris my recommendation is going to be a tv show whoa what <laughs> It's on HBO and also on HBO Max. It's the the Anarchist, and uh, fucking crazy. It's about uh, this is real life. It's like a documentary on uh, Jeff Berwick was a Canadian entrepreneur and got all big on like fuck governments this and that. So he had he had like a summit in Acapulco. They had like a a big, a big summit there, and they called it the uh, Anarchist Poco. <laughs> Anarch Anarchapoco is what they called it. And all these people started moving to Acapulco that, like, like didn't, and they, they were, a lot of them were, like, heavily into Bitcoin. 
and like doing oh. that. Oh, what year was it? This was, it started in 2017. Oh, okay. Now they follow him over the course of six years and shit gets crazy. Like uh, more and more people keep joining up and then this one, and, and you find out on the first episode that they mentioned murders happen a couple times. And there's a couple people where you see video of them and then you see current day. And then some people you just see video of. So you're like, yep, I know it. They probably got murdered. <laughs> and uh, like they were doing it for like two years in a row. It was like, but that's kind of weird. Like these, you know, all these people were, you know, you know, the, the type where their family's like, oh, we just want to pack it up and move all away from this bullshit, the government, blah, blah, blah. And so they like sell their homes, sell all their belongings and move to Acapulco. And uh, yeah, like I said, they're heavily into Bitcoin. But then all of a sudden these two, this other, this couple comes up and they are, the only way I can describe them would be gutter hippies, like the kind you see in San Francisco with the dreadlocks and like, they look like they are just scraping by in life. And they moved to Acapulco because they want to, they, they, they're part of the anarchist movement. And, uh, but they're not really embraced by them. So they start like their own movement that's going on right now. In episode three, they've, they like try and do their own uh, anarchy party like a week after Anarchapoco. And there's this like Anarcha Fork or something. Like, dude, shit's getting crazy now on the show, and everyone needs to check it out, dude. <laughs> and uh, and now the Bitcoin's starting to crash on the show. Like, it's getting pretty. And there's uh, drugs and alcohol have come into the mix on the show. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, no, I've seen it. I mean, I haven't watched an episode, but I've seen, like, yeah, and I had no idea what it was about. It's pretty crazy balls, dude. Like, I, I reckon it's very entertaining. All right. I'll check it out. I mean, I can't tell you I like it if I do. Yeah. Because your yeah. head will get way Just too big. Just watch it with your arms folded, Chris. We get it. We get it. Done. <laughs> All right. Hey, so uh, song recommendation time. Uh, yeah, yeah, hold it. You got this? I'm going to go to take, the bathroom. You got to take a nap. <laughs> But there's a little, dude, the song I'm going to recommend is a little bit of a uh, Black Sabbath reunion. It's, it's uh, the new single that was, came out last Friday for uh, Ozzy's new album that's coming out. And it's, uh, the album's going to be called uh, Patient Number Nine. And, and he has uh, Tommy Ione, the guitarist for Black Sabbath. And they put like, even like, Kind of like Sweet Leaf. It's got like a little Sweet Leaf vibe because they put in a harmonica with the rocking. But the vocals sound more like Aussies, you know, with Randy Rose days. But it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And the name of the song is called Degradation Rules. And it's Aussie with Tommy Aoni. All right. Let's check it out. (laughs) 